Welcome everyone to the Ove Torah, Daf Yomi Yishur. Today's Shiur is Daf Dalid in Masechet Ta'anit. We will begin on Dalid Amur Aleph at the words Ve'amarava, two lines from the top of the page. Today's Daf is available. Anyone who would like to give Zichut of sponsoring the Torah of the coming uh, of the coming Dapim, Masechet Ta'anit is a beautiful Masechet which is available. Please call me up and take the Zichut. If you have a young Tamil Chacham, Rashi says Surban Ram is always a young rabbi as opposed to Hahum Rabbanan, which is an older rabbi. Hait Surban Rabbanan, Dami Lepritzta, the Tutikala. He's like a seed that's under a Tutikala, a light clod. Right? If you have it under a heavy clod, then the seed doesn't always work well. But if it's under a light clod of earth, it usually works great. They cave in the nabat, nabat. Once it starts sprouting, they sprout. And just like the the clod, if it's a light clod of earth, it'll it'll the the seed will sprout through very easily. So too the tamir haham. Once they start growing, it takes a while till they grow. But once they start coming out, and then people start. Uh, learning from them, many people they learn from them, and it grows more and more. Okay, Shnei Amar, Halo Ko, Shnei. I'm sorry. Another statement. If you see a young rabbi who gets angry, it's the Torah that's getting him angry. Right? What does that mean? The the, the Torah is getting him angry. That. He has Rashi's Yeshlo Rachav Lev Mitoch Torato. He has a. He has a. You gotta show it to him. Yeshlo. He it means he has a Rachav Lev Mitoch Torato. He has a wide heart because of his Torah. Masim Lelibo Yoter Measher Meshar Ben Adam Kamashon the Chayim the Donor the Kavzuchut. We hear from here that he's supposed to down the Kavzuchut. So he's getting angry. It's the Torah that's getting him angry. Okay? Right? All my words are like fire, says Hashem, and therefore there's all this fire goes into the rabbis. It's got to come out someplace. If you are Tamir Haham, who doesn't get tough sometimes like iron, if he's so, so soft that he never gets tough like iron, that's not Tamir Haham. It's like a hammer that cracks a rock. And so too, in order just like a hammer that cracks a rock has to be hard like iron, so too does the Torah scholar need to be. Right? Which means they have to care about things. They can't just let things go. Sometimes they have to be tough. Okay. Amar Abba Lerab Ashi. I'm sorry. Yeah. Amar Abba Is that where you got it from? Anan Mehacha Matinu. We get it from here. A land which its stones are iron. Talking about Israel is a land with stones that are iron. Don't read the stones. Rather, the builders. And, right. <coughs> The builders, the builders, the people who learn Torah. 
And therefore, just like it says that they're iron here, so too they have to be iron over there. And they have to be sometimes tough. You can't have a rabbi who's never tough. I'm a rabbina. Even though it's true, still a person, should try to train himself to become. So, the, 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 to summarize, while it would be natural for him to let the ish out of him, after all, he's used to it, uh, Ravina is telling you, that a fully developed Tamir Hacham has the ish in him, uses it at times, but he's really practicing himself to be calm, and he's in full control. So, you have the fire, but you're in control. Water. Um, yes. Amar of Shmuel Bar Nachmani, Amar of Yohanan. There were three people in history that asked request of Hashem, Shiloh Kehogin. It wasn't proper. They should not have asked that request. Why? Did, what's wrong with the request? What's wrong with the request was that they made a deal with Hashem. And it's okay to make a deal with Hashem. Somebody asked me the other day, can I make a deal with Hashem if I want to do, you know, I'll give X amount of money to Daka if you give me success. Now, that kind of deal is okay to make. It's not a problem. But... If a person wants to make a different type of deal, and he says, listen, Hashem, uh, I want to figure out which um, this to do. Uh, I, make it work out, which house to buy. Make it work out that the first house that I see, for sale, that's the right one. That you can't make a deal like that, Hashem, because you don't know Hashem that doesn't listen to you. And therefore, you might end up with the wrong house. It's not a deal. You can't make a deal like that with Hashem. So that's called, we call that Shalok Yehogin. There were three who asked Shalok Yehogin, but their requests were improper. They, they brought down the Torah, but they're improper. And even though they're improper, two of them got answered correctly, and one got answered not correctly. Let's see what they are. Amr Shalok Yehogin. The Shtayim, two of them, Heshivun Kehogin, they got the right answers. The Echad, one of them, Heshivun Shalokon, he got the wrong answer. Ve'elohen, these are them. Number one, Eliezer, Eben Abraham. Number two, Shaul, Ben Kish, King Shaul, and the Yiftah Hagiladi, and the Shofet called Yiftah Hagiladi. Who are these fellows? Where did they do it? Eliezer, Eben Abraham, what did he say? Dechtiv, Vahyan, Na'ara, Asher, Omar, Eleha, Hatina, Chadech. It should be that the girl that I go over to her, and I tell her, please tilt your pitcher so I could take a drink. She should be the one. That's the one that you picked for the son of my master. So it sounds like he's saying, I should make a deal, Hashem. Make sure it's that one. Now make sure it's that one. How do you know? Maybe it'll be the wrong one, right? Could be that even if it's a chigeret, even if it's a lame one, a girl who's limping or a girl who's blind, and she'll come over to you and say, taste it. And then you end up bringing a blind girl to uh, Abraham Avinu. When the she got the right answer. When it's the male of he got the pka. Okay? You with us or no? Okay. Shaul bin Kish. Where did Shaul make a mistake? So there was a guy called Goliath who was cursing the Jews. Goliath. Goliath. Right? And no one could touch him. He was too big and too strong. 
And Shaul said, anyone who kills this guy can marry my daughter. So we'll see. It says, This guy who gets killed will get rich by the king. He'll get a lot of wealth. And he's going to get the king's daughter. Yachol, you might have thunk, Afilo Eved, Afilo Mamzer, even if the guy's an Eved, even if the guy's a Mamzer, what if Eved kills him? What if a Mamzer kills him? You're in trouble. Heshvok Yehogen, Vizdamel Odomit. Hashem gave him a good answer, and again, David David Amelech. Yiftach HaGeladi. What happened? He was going out to fight Bnei Amon. And it says, Vayayot says, Shirtzim Adal Tebeti, whatever leaves my house first, I will bring as a, as a, Yishel HaShem, I'll bring as a Korban HaShem. He thought that the first thing that comes out of his house is going to be his animal. Yachol, I feel the lot of but it could have been even the dog came out first. Right? Hogan, he got the wrong thing. His mother be told his daughter came out first. That's what the Navi said. Now, when this comes out, when the, what they're telling you here is what? Is there no. Is there no doctor in Gilad? Right now, Sodi is a type of um, lotion. Now, the reason why they're telling you there's no doctor in Gilad, because even though Gilad, welcome, Shemshin, how are you? Even though Yiftach did make this promise, he could have gone for Hatarat Nedarim. And therefore, they're telling you, wow, Harofe and Sham, is there no one who could cure you? You got stuck? But the, really, the Torah says that they're faulted. No, you need the other ones, yeah. Torah says that they're faulted because they should have gone to each other. Each one felt there was two. The Giftach was the was the was the leader of Klai Yisrael. He was the boss, and Pinhas was the Navi. And each one felt that the other one should come to them, and therefore they didn't go to each other. And then they get they didn't end up Matir the Neder. And that's why they say, even though he got the wrong answer, he still could have fixed it. Because sorry and But yeah, he didn't. When I said things that I never wanted, that's Misha Melch Moav. It says that he brought him as an Ola instead. Right? Hashem never wanted that. That's one example. Zod Lodibart is a Yiftach Yiftach whose daughter came out and he made her Ola. Right? And I never I never thought about it. Say it's like whatever I never wanted Yitzchak to be offered as a sacrifice either. So all these things Hashem didn't want, and therefore they should have uh went for Tarat Nadim, but didn't. But either way, That's that. Now, uh, about 20 years ago, uh, I, I, met, I was learning this Gemara. I was in Lakewood, I think. And I went to Chavisef, my fool, and I asked him about this Gemara. I forgot what I, a question I asked him. A certain question I had seen and I wanted to mention to him. And he told me, oh, that's the question you're asking about this Gemara? Ha, that's not the question. I said, well, my question. So that's not the question of this Gemara. He said, you know what the question of this Gemara is? How come two of them got answered right and one didn't? It's not so fair. How come Hashem gave a good answer to Shaul, he got David? A good answer to Eliezer, he ended up with Ribka, And a bad answer to Yiftach. 
He says, listen, why? He says, the reason why is because Eliezer is gambling. But he's gambling with himself. Gambling with his master, Abraham Abinu. So that's Eliezer. He's gambling with Eliezer. Okay, that's one thing. Not so good, but okay. Shaul is gambling. He's gambling with his own daughter. Not good. But he's gambling. But, but he, it's only his daughter. Yiftach is gambling with what he's putting on the Mizbeach. He's gambling with what he's offering as a korban. That means he's really gambling with God. He's not gambling for his own thing. It's like he's gambling Hashem stuff. You're gambling Hashem stuff? You don't get the right answer. When you gamble your stuff, maybe not so good. Maybe it'll work. Not so good. But when you gamble with God, I'm gambling what you're putting on him as back, you're going to gamble? That means you're playing games with me. That's the difference. Okay? Okay. Even the Jewish people asked not not properly. Why? So, but Hashem responded the right way. And we will know to run to know Hashem. Like, like uh, he's going forth like the morning. He comes like like rain. Hashem says, He says, We we ask for something like rain. You ask for something from You ask for rain, which is something that people want sometimes, but sometimes you don't want. You ask that we should be like rain. Hashem should come to us like rain. Guess what? Rain is something you don't always want. You ask for that, guess what? I'll give you better than that. You're only asking for me to be like rain, I'll be better than rain. Rain you want, sometimes you don't want. I'll be like dew, like tal. Where's tal already? I'll be like to do where, where you always want it, right? That's what it says. I'll give I'll be something for you that always always want it. I'll be like do to Yisrael that you always want. The old Shalash Lokongan. We did another wrong thing. I'm rather funny. We said Rebushlam, Sameni Kahotam al Becha. Put me like a seal on your heart, like a seal on your on your on your arm. We want to be on Hashem's arm. We want to be on Hashem's heart. We ask. So Hashem says, "Biti, my daughter, you're you're asking for something that sometimes you can see, sometimes you can't see. Your heart, you see very little. It's in a closed spot. what? You can see sometimes, but not all the time. You know what?" I'll, I'll make do something that you always see, which is what? On my hands, I will, I will write. On kapayim means that your palm, which you always see, I'm gonna, I'm gonna engrave Yisrael over there because Hashem is proud always of Yisrael. Says the Gemara. Says the Mishnah. We said you're not allowed to ask for rain unless it's close to the rainy season. So the actual we only do close to the rainy season. So is the Gemara. Mantana. Which Tana holds like this in our Mishnah? Amarava, Rabbi Yeshua, he, the Amar Mishat Hanachto. It's Rabbi Yeshua who says before in the Mishnah, if you look on our board, Rabbi Yeshua is the one who says, 
Mishat Hanachton. It was Machok. Rebbe says from the time you start the lulav, and Rishul says when you put down the lulav. So you put down the lulav is right before you ask for the rain, because you put down lulav at the end of Sukkot, and you ask for rain at the at, like we just said, you ask for rain at that point. Ten Talmatah. Amalei Abaya. I feel terrible to be Azad. I don't have to be only Rishul. It could even be to be Azad. Sheilah luchut was kalachut. Doesn't do the same thing. Even though the Rebbe Azad says we're talking about the first, the first day of Sukkot for for Mashiv and Rokh and Geshem, he says there's no connection between Mashiv and Rokh and Geshem and Ten Talmud So maybe our Mishnah could have been written by the Rebbe of the Yezid, who says you start on the first day of Sukkot, but it's fine over there. It's talking about Mashiv and Rokh and Geshem, and here we're talking about Ten Talmud the Bracha. Baruch Atah Adonai. The Melech Haolam. Shalakol Niyavet Baro. Says the Gemara, "V'ika da Amri." And there's some who say, "Aleimar be Yeshuahi." Maybe to be sure, Adam Mishat Hanachto that says it from the time you put it down. I'm Rav Afil Tevon Belazad. Shalachol Belazad. Same thing we said before. Okay, just in a different way. Says the Gemara. Rebuda says that the guy who goes in front of the Teba, meaning the Hazan, the first guy mentions Mashiv Haruach, and the second guy mentions Mori the Geshem. I'm sorry, the first guy mentions Mashiv Haruach the Geshem, the other one doesn't. Says, I'll ask you a contradiction. It says, Till when do you ask for rain? over. So now, neither of these rabbis are saying that we do it when we say. In other words, the, the, our Mishnah said, when do you stop asking for rain? He says, well, on the last day of Pesach, our Mishnah says, the Chazan of Shachrit still asks for rain. No, on the first day of Pesach, the Chazan of Shachrit asks for rain, but the Chazan of Musaf does not. Okay? Now, it doesn't feel like either of these rabbis, because what Rabbi Huda says, till Pesach's over, and we're doing it on the first day of Pesach thing. And the other words, it's till Nisan's over, which is also not what we're doing here. So how does, it doesn't feel like any of the rabbis. One more time? Should I tell you one more time? Okay, listen. We said in Amishnah, when do you stop saying, uh, when do you stop mentioning Mashiv Haruach Mori the Geshem? Our mission says, the, the first day of Pesach, the Chazan of Musaf, he stops. Chazan of Shachit still says, Musaf does. Now we have two other rabbis who seem to be different. One is saying, it's till after Pesach's over, so it's not the first day of Pesach on Musaf, it's the end of Pesach. And the other is after, after Nisan's over. It's even later. So who's, which rabbi is saying this? Neither this rabbi nor that rabbi. You with us? Yeah. And this is the Gemara. Amar of Chistas, of Chistas says, Lo Kashya. This is not a contradiction. Kan Lishol, Kan Laskir. Meshi, one's talking about Mashiv Haruch Munitikeshim, and one's talking about Tedamat Ravacha. Mashiv, when it comes to Tedamat Ravacha, Sha'il is that you go to the end of Pesach. Laskir, but when you Mashiv Haruch, that you stop on, on the first day. So you got the rule? He's telling you, listen. When it comes to Mashiv Aruch Mori the Geshem, that you do, you stop, you switch it on the first day. When it comes to Ten Talmud Talmud that goes either to the end of Pesach 
or Machloket, or to the end of Nisan. But it goes like either one. Good. This, you like that one? Okay, but we have Halloween. What's the problem? They said, no, they said, again, Mashim Aruch on the first day of Pesach. Ten Talmud Talavracha, you end right after Pesach. If it's good. What? Okay. This is terrible. The Gemara does not like this answer at all. I, don't want, I thought you were going to answer the Gemara's question. You're, you're off, Shimshin. Uh, Come on. The Gemara says, says, this answer is as beautiful as putting vinegar on your teeth and putting uh, smoke in your eyes. That's how beautiful this answer is. Why? Amar Ula, Haider of Chista, Kasha, it's like, like putting vinegar on your teeth. Okay, like smoke in your eyes. Why? If we say Mashiv Haruch one of the Geshem right now, we're saying Mashiv Haruch, even though we're not saying you think we're going to say when you're not saying Mashiv Haruch one of the Geshem? That's like vinegar in your, in your teeth. You understand the question? Good. So we have a different answer. Ela Amar Ula. Ula has his own answer. It must be it's two Tanaim according to the same rabbi. Even though we have Rabbi Huda saying till Pesach's over, and Rabbi Huda in, the, in our Mishnah says the, on the first day, uh, the first day of Pesach, the Musaf and Shachrit, it's two different rabbis quoting Rabbi Huda. It wasn't Rabbi Huda. It's let's say um, Rabbi quoting Rabbi Huda this way. And you have Reb Chia quoting Reb Huda another way, and therefore it's two different quotes of the same rabbi, but they're not. They, he didn't say both things, and therefore it's fine. That's the answer of Ula, but the Gemara doesn't like to say that because the Gemara doesn't really know that that there's two rabbis there. The Gemara is just guessing since they have a contradiction, there must be two rabbis. So other rabbis are going to come and try to come different answers, but we're not going to like them. Reb Yosef Omer, Reb Yosef says, "My Adshi Avora Pesach." When it says till Pesach's over. It doesn't mean till Pesach's over. It means until the first Chazan leaves. When it says Pesach's over, it doesn't mean the holiday's over. It means the first Chazan is over. That's the first day of Pesach. So it's the same rabbi. You understand what I'm saying one more time? Again, first rabbi says, Shachrit mentions, second one doesn't. That's the first Rabbi Huda. The second Rabbi Huda says, it's till, till Pesach's over. Says Rabbi Yosef, when he said till Pesach's over, Pesach doesn't mean the holiday. Pesach means the first Chazan. Who's the first Chazan? The Shachit Chazan. When he finishes, we stop. So it's the same thing. Right? As they say in Arabic, Lemem Shoz. Lemem Shoz. You know what Lemem Shoz is? Yeah, okay, good. It's not Arabic, it's French. <laughs> same thing. Let's go. You ready? Yeah, Lemem Shoz. Yani Ad Shavod Pesach. Achiavot Pesach is the same thing as uh, till the first Chazan leaves. That's what Rabbi Yosef's answer. Amalei Abaya. Abaya tells Rabbi Yosef, Sheila biyom to It can't be. Because your answer, this is now he finally asked Binyamin's question. Sheila biyom to There is no ten talamatah on Yom Tov. So if you're talking about the first day of Pesach, why were they talking about Sheila? 
on the first day of Yom Tov, there is no Tetamat Al-Chav. We only say seven Berachot in the Amidah on Yom Tov. We don't have Barachenu or Barach Alenu on Yom Tov. So you can't be, it doesn't make sense what you're saying. Because there is no Shana. Amalei Zin Shoel Beturgman. No, maybe the translator will mention and ask him for rain. Vechim Beturgman Shoel Devar Shein Tzich Latzibur. Does the translator say anything that the Tzibur doesn't need? No, they wouldn't. El Mokhvartel will go back to Ula's answer, which Ula's answer was that there's two Tanaim according to Rabbi Yehuda. That was the answer of Rev Yosef. Rabba Amar Rabba says no. My Ad Shiavor Pesach. What does it mean, Ad Shiavor HaPesach? You think the word HaPesach, listen to this last one, hold on. Listen, Ad Shiavor HaPesach. What does it mean, Ad Shiavor HaPesach? You thought it meant the whole holiday's over? No. Achiwara Pesach means the Korban Pesach, which is on the first day. Right? Achiwara Zman Shechitata Pesach, till the time of slaughtering the Pesach. Right? Utchilato ken sofo. And therefore the beginning is like the end. Matchilato. Just like in the beginning. Maskir Afishin Shoel. We mention it, even though we're not asking for it, right? When we first go into, uh, no, well, hold on. But, well, let me just explain what we're going, what's going on here. The problem here is that even if we say it's talking about until we slaughter the Pesach, the slaughtering the Korban Pesach is in a Pesach, right? And the other rabbi said that we do Mashiv Ruach until... The first day of the holiday, so we're still earlier. Let's understand. Mashiv Aruch Hashem is the first, the first day of the holiday. But now we're saying that that the Ten Talmat which is Barech Alenu, Barech Alenu, ends on the Korban Pesach. Now, which is the night we, before. we thought about here. Now, now we're switching it to the day before. But why would we do it the day before? It should be the same time. So we're answering. I'll tell you why. Just like when you go in you, right now, we're saying Mashiv Aruch Hashem, even though we're not saying Barech Alenu. So too on the way out, we stop Barech Alenu over here, and we we stop Mashivah Nuvargeshim a little later. You have a little time with only Mashivah Nuvargeshim, just like on the way in. You have a little time with only Mashivah Nuvargeshim. According to Rabbah's answer, on the way out, you're gonna have you, you with me. You're gonna have uh, you're gonna stop Barech Alenu, and then you'll go to to end uh, Mashivah a little later. You with me? Good. So Baye tells him back. I understand why. In the beginning, you mention it. When you mention it, it's like you're mentioning what's coming. Right? It's like a kid who before before Hanukkah he was mentioning, oh yeah, I really love that scooter. Right? He's mentioning it. We want rain. And we mention, mention, when I ask, we didn't ask. Just mention how nice the scooter is, right? Good. But the kid never mentions the scooter after he got it, right? After he got it, you never hear, you never hear a word about the scooter, right? So why would we mention Mashiva Ruach when we're not saying Barach, Barach Aleinu? It doesn't make sense. Only before makes it, not after. You're right. Go back to Ula's answer that there's two Tanaim Aliba Rebihuda. Amar of Asi, Amar of Yochanan, Halakha Kribiudah. Halakha is like Kribiudah, that we start mentioning the rain in the Musaf, which we not said it. Amar of Zeril of Asi, you mean Amar of Yochanan, Hachi? Did Rabbi Yochanan really say that you, that you start mentioning rain on Shemini Aseret? 
What do you mean? Vatanan, I thought we said, On the third of Cheshvan, we mention rain. says on the seventh. He's like, According to that, we don't ask for rain till the seventh. So why are we mentioning rain? We're mentioning, not asking. Right. right. That's true. But the Gemara is going to answer a different question. Amalei, Gavra, Agavra, Karmit. What kind of question do you have? Why does Rabbi Yochanan have to agree with Rabbi Ezzel? It's not the same rabbi. Ebayt, Ema, Lokasha, Kan, Lashol, Kan, Lashol, Kan, The second answer is exactly what you said. Perfect. So one's talking about Lashol, one's talking about asking, one's talking about mentioning. It's two different things. Ezra, Baham, Rabbi Yochanan, Mimakom, Shishol, Maskir. I thought Rabbi Yochanan says that whenever you ask, you have to mention the two, and therefore it doesn't work. Hulaf Saki, when that's when you stop. So you stop, you stop together. But you start, it doesn't have to be in the same place. Right? When you stop saying Mashiva Ruach, you have to stop. When you stop saying Muria you have to stop also Mashiva Ruach. But you don't have to start at the same time. Ryokhan also says that when you start mentioning it, Mashiva Ruach, you should also start asking. So we saw Rabbi Yochanan specifically saying that. There's a difference between the people in Israel and the people in Bavel. In Bavel, the people are still in the field throughout the month of Tishri. And therefore, they don't start till Mar Cheshvan. But in Israel, they already gathered ready the crops, so they already ask on Shemini Hatzedah. So there's different times. So here we introduce a new idea that there's two different times. There's one time to, to say Barech Alenu for the Israel people, and there's a time to say Barech Alenu for the Babel people. So why is it different to eat land peri Because we have fruit in the field. We have a reason why we don't want rain yet. In, in Cheshvan. Why? Our reason is because uh, we have still have fruit in the field that we need to bring in and we don't want it to get covered with rain and therefore we'd like it not to rain yet. That's why we don't. But what about in Yerushalayim? They also have a reason. They have people going up to, to the holiday. And when you go up to the holiday, you're going up on the dirt road. And dirt roads in the winter, when it gets muddy, you don't want to be there. So they also have a reason why they don't want rain. So, what, so you're telling me we wait for the rain because we don't want to ruin our crops. Well, they should also wait for the rain because they don't want to get muddy roads and you can't travel. And they have to travel to Yerushalayim. Yes, you're right. But Ryochan is talking. Again, Ryochan himself lived when there was no Beth Mikdash, and therefore he didn't have to go to Yerushalayim. Therefore, therefore, they could ask for rain right away. Once you said that there's a difference, well, that there's a difference between when there's a Beth Mikdash and there's no Beth Mikdash, so I can answer both questions. Say one is talking about when there's a Beth Mikdash. When there's a Beth Mikdash, you have to wait till later in Israel. We don't have to say one talking about Babel, one talking about Yushalayim, because they're both talking about Yushalayim. One's talking about when there's a Beth Mikdash, so you have to wait till later because you don't want the muddy roads. And the other one's talking about when there is no Beth Mikdash, and you can start right away because you don't have to worry about muddy roads because no one's going anyway. Okay, we are going to stop over here where it says Anandi Itle Treyomi. Okay? Which is four lines from the bottom of Dalar Rabbeinu. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Amen. Anyone who would like to sponsor the Daf, please give us a call. Thank you.